0: I know I like this player, and I'm sure some of you guys out there too like him as well. And that is Tyler Lockett. He had 100 catches for 1,054 yards and 10 touchdowns, 10 yards per catch. It's pretty consistent numbers. And that's gone with what you've seen with Tyler Lockett over the years. He did it on 132 targets, finishes the wide receiver nine, about 13 and a half fantasy points per game. Um, but The stats don't tell the whole story. We talked about how the hashtag Let Russ Cook movement was in full force over the first nine, ten weeks of the season, and then Pete Carroll woke up from his dream and said that we were going to run the ball. And that has definitely taken the, the wind out of the sails of the Seahawks passing offense, and Tyler Lockett did suffer because of it. I think something like sixty percent six zero sixty percent of his stats came in three games and one was in week seventeen where nobody played him and after his huge fifteen catch, two hundred yard, three touchdown game against Arizona, he only had six plus catches one time, and that's not including the week seventeen game where again nobody was in the league anymore. Well some people were, but not everybody. He is a red zone monster. You know, we all know how much of a connection he has with Russ. I mean, just a couple years ago, he, Russell Wilson had a perfect passer rating when targeting Tyler, Tyler Lockett. Knows how to get open, knows how to use his speed, has really transformed into a very nice physical receiver despite his size. And so you can definitely bank on having Tyler Lockett Having close to another 1,000-yard season, it's just I think the touchdowns are going to come down. Maybe the catches come down as well. 100 catches is a lot for Tyler Lockett. Um, but I think you're. Uh, they want to get Russ off the stove. DK Metcalf is the clear number one as well. So I'm a little worried about Tyler Lockett despite the consistency he's given you since kind of taking over that Golden Tate, uh, Doug Baldwin role a few years ago.
1: Tyler Lockett, the poet. Love this guy. Um, I'm all in on Tyler Lockett. I always have been uh, since he came into the league when he was a rookie. I believe his first game, he actually returned a punt for a touchdown. He's always been a dynamic player. He's also one of those guys who is a low volume, high upside upside type of receiver uh, you mentioned the perfect passer rating with him and Russ. The connection they have is unreal. And they've constantly proven to be able to uh, lift the Seahawks up in times of need. They are going to be cutting back on letting Russ cook, as you so mentioned. They're going to get him off the line. They said, hey, what are you doing? You're supposed to be making the menus and you know directing the line cooks, not, not back here. So... I mean, currently, Tyler Lockett, he's getting drafted around Brandon Ayuk and Michael Thomas. Uh, Just two other receivers right there around him. I am all in for Tyler Lockett over Michael Thomas or Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk, although promising and a guy we'll talk about in another later session, uh, who I also do like this year. uh, He just has a lot working against him still. Uh, with the return of George Kittle and Debo Samuel you know there's a potential quarterback change Michael Thomas he's got the suspension or wow suspension he's injured I'm sorry Michael Thomas he's injured so we don't know when to expect him back by and the unknown of the quarterback situation in New Orleans although a lot of people uh lean Jameis at this point which is better for Michael Thomas um Fifth round, I'm not trying to take a guy who's not going to play for a few weeks. So brain lock.
0: Yeah, fifth round does seem about right. He's been kind of hovering in this range for the last few years, just right in the middle of that wide receiver two range. If you want to pair him with a, a stud receiver, I guess I'm a little nervous if he'd be my number one on my team. You know, Let's say I went a couple of running backs early, maybe a tight end fell to me or something like that. Then I'm I don't know if I'll, I'll be looking for Tyler Lockett to be my first receiver on my team. But again, as another as a wide receiver too, just like how he is on his own team, I think that is very fair for where he's being drafted. And if he was on my roster, I would check on the check on the matchups. And he would be more of a matchup play at this point in his career to me. But he did he average. did average you know, a healthy eight targets per game over the last three years. And so you you definitely like to see that Russ loves looking for him and he got the bag and they wanted to keep him around and be a Seahawk for much longer here. So I really do think that he's, he's a fine wide receiver too. I'm just a little nervous if he's at the uh, top of my wide receiver depth chart when draft season's over
1: one thing i will say about tyler lockett is he's going two rounds after dk metcalf right now so his counterpart in that offense so you know both of these guys are still looked at as values uh regardless of how many targets they're going to get i mentioned the low volume high efficiency that you can get with tyler lockett and just to give a little perspective here will fuller uh kind of the same guy we recently talked about him he's needs low volume because he's a burner he's a deep threat that's kind of what he does russ is russ and tyler lockett's connection is going to be way better than uh a guy like will fuller has with tua right now or any of the other speedsters out in the nfl so i think tyler lockett for sure is one of the better guys to take in that range when i think of a guy like robert woods i just think of consistency I feel like a guy who has a secure role in a high powered offense and now with a better better quarterback we'll we'll i don't want to say a slight upgrade but he's a better quarterback than jared goff and I think Matt Stafford is looking to take advantage of Robert Woods this year, and I expect good things for him. Matt Stafford, one thing, you know, I'm kind of an advocate for the bad offensive line for the Los Angeles Rams, but Stafford is better under pressure and with play action as well, which we know that the Rams like to use, and not only with the running backs, they will get you in on some play action with the wide receivers, some trick plays. They're all over the place, Sean McVay, you know the deal. Um, Robert Woods comes with a safe floor. Over the past three years, he has had 130, 139, and 129 targets in this Rams offense. So what does that tell you? I, I, I think that's a safety net, if you ask me. Another bonus with Robert Woods, he gets maybe one rushing attempt a game. About that, I think he had actually 17 rushing attempts last season, so never know. Maybe he can break one loose. There's always a possibility. In the last three years, Robert Woods has performed as a wide receiver 10, 17, and 13, and this guy outperforms his ADP every single year. There's a lot of talk about cooper cup and tyler higby and you know they brought in tutu atwell as well so there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed still on this offense but if there's anything you can take from what i'm trying to say here is that robert woods is the man and that you should draft him
0: yeah his average depth of target went down to 6.7 yards per target last year down from 11.4 in twenty eighteen and eight point four in twenty nineteen. So you don't like to see the numbers that go down there. But when you watch him on on the field and you actually have him in fantasy or and are invested in his success, you see a player that it hauls in everything. He gets open on his routes. He's not the fastest person in the world, but once he catches it on the run, he can he can move. And The upgrade from Jared Goff to Matt Stafford is only going to help in the intermediate and deep throws. I know they haven't worked a lot together, Stafford and Woods, this offseason and preseason too much for a variety of reasons. But all signs are looking like they are going to, that they're developing some rapport in camp here over the last few days or so. And I would expect Woods to be a solid wide receiver too. Especially in this range, and would possibly the last, the last hurrah from him being 29 years old, um, becoming a wide receiver one, getting into that top 12.
1: I think you can also expect to see his average depth of target go up with the arrival of Stafford. Um, you know, you're talking about him as a wide receiver two. He is going right now at a around the end of the fourth round. So if you if your roster is shaped and you can afford to take him as a wide receiver too if you're really hurting a running back you know guys like mike davis and kareem Hunt are going right there travis Etienne, we haven't seen the fall from his uh current injury but i expect that um you know james robinson who's going just a few picks before that will be rising himself so robert uh other wide receivers going around there though you've got adam thielen amari cooper you're unsure about the health and chris godwin i you know that i think that makes it pretty tough right there between chris godwin and robert woods i think both offenses if you're looking at it um both quarterbacks are going to spread around the ball or tom Brady's going to spread around the ball sean McVay's system is designed to spread the ball around and uh have more design schemes and get guys open so i think you could lean either way there um PPR, I'm going Robert Woods, though.
0: Yeah, I think there's more there's more yak opportunity by design in the Rams' offense, but I'm not going to discount what Chris Godwin did in 2019. I think that might that is not out of the realm of possibilities for him, uh, especially for a guy that's in a contract year, and so I think that Chris Godwin has wide receiver number one overall ceiling, which I don't think Robert Woods has, but in terms of the boom bust mentality, Robert Woods is less of a bust candidate than I think than Chris Godwin.